We are in a healthcare crisis, right? Ask anyone who can't get a family doctor, can't get chemotherapy, can't get a bed in an emergency room. The system is hurting badly. So why then would the health region Fraser Health increase spending by a lot in administrative costs last year? Well, one of the many questions that I have after reading an investigative piece by our next guest, it's Tyler Olson, editor at the Fraser Valley Current, who joins us now. Tyler, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Okay, now tell me about this piece. Yeah, so uh, if you look, every health authority, each uh, all health care in BC is uh, delivered by health authorities, and they're five of them um, for each region in the region, in the province. And so each of those has a balanced statement that they release at the end of each year that divvies up uh, where each dollar is spent. And so looking at those, you can see over the last year or um, between 2021 and 21-22, uh, the amount spent in corporate purposes in Vancouver Coastal Health and in Fraser Health increased by for 30%, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it amounts to about $200 million over those, uh, over just the span of a year. Okay, that is a lot, though. Now, was this pandemic-related costs? Yeah, so if you, that was the uh, excuse that I got from Fraser Health. But if you look at uh, the numbers, the, the weird thing is that the corporate spending actually didn't increase that much, actually, during the, the first two years of the pandemic. So, the last year in which uh, population health spending, spending to um, address and uh, the pandemic and, and provide vaccines to people and deal with the, uh, the pandemic that uh, was afflicting our region and the country, that actually decreased at the same time the corporate spending increased by, again, about $100 million in the Fraser Health region and another $100 million in the Vancouver Coastal Health region. Okay, so looking at the past year, so 2022 to 23, which is the pandemic was done at that point, right? The system was experiencing yeah. different things. Corporate spending at Fraser Health, according to your piece, increased by almost $100 million. Tyler, do I have that number right? Yes, you do. Okay, so what was their excuse for that? That's post-pandemic. And, and that's kind of the, the issue is there hasn't been an excuse. There are potential reasons why corporate spending could increase that way. It could be increased, um, especially given the size of new hospital projects in the Fraser Health region, the Fraser Valley, and and the Vancouver area. You could see that maybe planning would be needed. Maybe um, certain elements within those projects would be booked and lumped into that corporate bucket that um, will eventually come off the books and turn into actual hospitals and healthcare for people. But when I asked the folks at Vancouver Coastal Health, I got no answer and no explanation for why the spending uh, had increased by so much. And Fraser Health didn't even uh, didn't uh, mention those capital projects that seem like they could be the answer, could be the reason. So you either have an issue where spending has gone up in areas that aren't directly providing health care to people, or you have an issue where the health authorities that um, are devoted to providing this key service to uh, British Columbians 
aren't um, bothering to kind of explain how they spend that money and how they're delivering that service. Right. So you gave them an opportunity to say, hey, I saw this in your financial statements. What accounts for this? And they, Vancouver Coastal Health didn't bother to explain anything to you. And Fraser Health told you, oh, it's pandemic related. Yes, exactly. Okay. That doesn't really square with what you found in the corporate statements, though, does it? It, it could, but you, there has to be an explanation that that's, you hope that somebody at one of these massive organizations knows that this uh, spending looks this way and has an explanation or a reason. You'd hope a whole lot of people at one of these organizations do. Um, but whatever whatever the case is, they haven't sought the need, seen the need or the ability to uh, provide that so far. I've been waiting and looking at my email inbox, my phone for a call or an email saying, okay, actually people seem to care about this. And um, here we've dug a little deeper. Here's kind of where all the money is going. But um, thus far, uh, that explanation or that reasoning hasn't been coming. And so we've got people and you and me and other people I've spoken to kind of speculate, well, maybe the money could go here or maybe the money is here or maybe it is just um, administrative waste. You know, Tyler, the irony, of course, in all of this is that corporate spending also covers uh, the communications department, but clearly it's not going towards that because they're not communicating anything. Yeah, I, I mean, all these things, there are, there is good reason to spend this money. You need people to deliver, um, to get people paid. You need people to remind people to get uh, their flu shots at flu season. You need all these important um, kind of secondary uh, services that enable healthcare to function. But one of the things you find in looking at these corporate statements is that while healthcare has grown and the healthcare spending has grown considerably in BC over the last five years, now with the last increase in corporate spending, that administrative and corporate chunk occupies a, a, a larger and larger share of each health dollar than it did five years ago. Okay. So then we should be clear here, Tyler, what is classified as corporate spending? Are there guidelines for that? There are, but they're quite vague. Essentially, when a financial statement is created, every dollar, and we're talking about operational dollars here, is classified in one of about six ways. And the corporate spending, as far as I can tell, includes pretty much everything that doesn't um, that, that that essentially facilitates. Uh, healthcare delivery, but isn't directly tied. So you have um, the, the other categories include acute care, and that's hospitals. You have community care, that's the delivery of healthcare um, into people and, and into people's homes, and you have long-term care. And all that money is set aside, and the corporate um, spending is the money that goes towards pay, uh, payroll, strategizing for future plans, planning for future uh, healthcare provisions, um, you have the, the executive team, you have um, everybody at the Surrey uh, corporate office for Fraser Health. I, I, again, I don't know exactly because they wouldn't tell me, but um, I would suspect that, that most of that spending right. that occurs there um, goes in that bucket. Now, you did a very deep dive into the numbers. Was it hard to kind of plow your way through this? Because it can get quite complicated. 
It can, but it's actually surprisingly, it's all out there. There's um, each health authority releases a financial statement every year. They're all available online, so anybody can see them. Um, so it, it becomes a matter of looking at uh, one balance sheet or one statement of operations and plunking those numbers into the spreadsheet. And then the the in, the weird thing is here is that it's not that obscure. It's not that hard to see. But um, but the answer for why exactly it looks this way um, is the thing that we're kind of still waiting for and we need um, so that it's not um, just a mystery. Right. It shouldn't be just a mystery, especially with, you know, this is public money here. So what kind of reaction have you gotten here, Tyler? What have you heard? Um, from the health authorities themselves, I've heard nothing. And then at, from the public at large, I've heard a lot of speculation and wonder about what, what this could mean and what, where this money could be allocated. Um, lots of people are taking this kind of the way I am and thinking, okay, maybe there is a good reason for this, right. but that we expect something better. And then some people are suggesting that this is a sign of just the fact that these organizations are very large and, and sometimes large organizations um, can experience corporate bloat in certain ways that aren't, doesn't necessarily serve the, the people they're trying to deliver services to. Right. Well, I encourage people to read your story. Tyler, where can they check it out? Uh, our uh, website is fvcurrent.com, or the Fraser Valley Current. We cover an area that roughly spans from the Fraser Canyon to Langley, but sometimes and hopefully we uh, deliver information and news that uh, will interest people beyond that, too. Well, it certainly did this time. Thank you so much for that, Tyler. Thanks so much for having me. And good luck getting more answers. That's Tyler Olson, editor at the Fraser Valley Current. You can check out the story where he does this deep dive into the balance sheets of health regions around the province. It is fvcurrent.com if you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.